0: jobs to go and be part of that emergency response. Now, let's go back to Fiti now, where people are still being urged to conserve water. Civil Defence Controller Ben Green joins us now. Kia ora, Ben. Can you bring us up to date with the water situation?
1: Yeah, kia ora. Uh, yes, there's been a bit of a game of snakes and ladders today with this one, but um, pretty, pretty much we're at this point it's is still taking a bit longer to resolve the issues at the Waipawa treatment plant. Uh, so it's uh, where we were probably heading this afternoon. Looked a bit more like a shorter time frame, but at the moment that's extended out. So we're still asking people to restrict water use as much as possible. Uh, however, accepting that you know we've had the initial restriction alert issued earlier uh, this afternoon, we're really looking in terms of just people can use water for drinking, short showers, and in food preparation. And just to reiterate that even in the with what uh, the plant is closed or sort of in, in the process of getting uh, back up online, uh, the drinking water is safe to drink. That, that's uh, probably the key thing for what people can access at the moment.
0: How much are you trying to cut water consumption by?
1: Uh, well, to be honest, we, we're, you know where we started, uh, I guess when we had the, the secondary plant uh, set up, that was only meeting 30% of what would uh, be the uh, normal daily use. So we're pretty much in that same state. I mean, to be honest, any figure less than uh, around that 30% mark in, in terms of dropping back is, is, is really what we're asking people to do. And that just it just allows us to, to keep that sort of contingency and that reserve in order to then just protect the, you know, you're not, you only run the risk, or sorry, you run the risk of obviously having water in terms of uh, supply, but you probably start when you run below that uh, level and then your pipes start getting impacted with pressure and everything else there. So probably not so much. Uh, there certainly is, is concern, and I know that that's probably causing, uh, you know, some agitation with, with people in the community, but the fact that there is the ability to access water in, in a limited, minimal use, if they can continue with that and just apply the, the sort of uh, the things that have been asked for, then, you know, that will just allow the ability to actually try and get uh, the, situation, the situation resolved and, and get things back online.
0: Ben, what did you get off the Navy ship today?
1: Uh, this, the detail I don't have, but really in, in terms of the major commodities in terms of fuel, packaged water, um, some other items, I've got across that in, in terms of catching up the logistics team there, but it's certainly been welcome. They, they did some, drop some supplies on the way down into... Uh, Tokamari Bay and uh, Waiparo Bay. There's a couple of tasks that uh, just provide some packaged water and, and some food provisions ashore in those communities. So, looking to, I think the intention at this stage is the ship will remain alongside and is looking to plan a journey back to Tauranga in terms of really reconfiguring for another run back down at some stage.
0: How are you going with emergency housing for displaced people?
1: Uh, we have. Uh, so certainly we've had our welfare centres uh, for the initial event itself where people were in the physical aspect of being uh, at risk or having to move out of their houses. That saw sort of the initial demand or, or the take-up for people seeking emergency accommodation. Uh, we still have the centres uh, just remain, given that most people have managed to sort of get back with whānau or, or back to their you know, alternative arrangements where they have had to move out. So... It's where, I guess, the community aspect of how we wrap around in terms of emergency accommodation is quite, quite limited in terms of that demand at the moment. Um, I've got a, a meeting with the Emergency Coordination Centre staff in about 15 minutes, and that really always just keep a track in terms of what that demand, uh, either for accommodation or welfare and how that's running through. So it's probably been better than what we expected, and we certainly sort of could have had a lot worse in terms of what and how we were dealing with things 72 hours ago.
0: Ben, there's still issues with roads and um, you're coming up to the weekend. People will be anxious to see and hear from relatives. What are your messages to them about travel?
1: Yeah, I guess probably a bit better news on that on that front with State Highway 2 to the north and the Portiki, um, you know, pretty much opening up in terms of being able to be used. So no doubt that'll just assist with people looking to, you've been in the region and probably not from here or whānau a you're looking to one in, want to sort of uh, relocate for the purpose of getting out of the region. Uh, the road south of has had uh, limited, limited availability today. There's still some safety concerns in terms of just movement within that main area where they've, they've had the uh, engineers looking at it. That'll be closed uh, from seven o'clock tonight. And then reopen tomorrow, just to allow that obviously the, the um, allay the safety concerns and then allow the contractors to continue working on that.
0: Appreciate your time, Ben. All the best. That is Ben Green, who's the civil defence controller there in Tairafiti. Auckland Emergency Management are talking.